2: I've gotta tell you, I was um I'm sorry about my conduct the last couple of nights, especially last night. I was just a total bitch on this show. But I was I've never I've very rarely been so exhausted. I was already exhausted. and I, and I know that So imagine our, our normal exhaustion, and yours is usually more than mine, but then imagine we were working on on my cousin's car that was down near a river or a lake and stuck in the mud and then snow and this and that and pushing we really overexerted ourselves and so by the time i got back here i was my my head was dead and so i feel i was snappy and snippy and i'm sorry about that i apologize to you i'm going to be the bigger man
3: i'm sorry i was grumpy too we have the kids have gone to the dentist now that is taken care of they don't have another appointment until mid can i ask you
2: something else you know that i uh, that i find you physically attractive i think i've said this before
3: uh yes i think you've said told me that on occasion
2: um is it possible that you have dressed um over modestly today because of the objectification that happened (laughs) to you on wtic today
3: is this over modestly
2: yeah, I can barely with First these. First of all,
3: and second of all, I did not listen to WTIC today, so you're going to have to fill me in. A on caller what happened.
2: called up and and mentioned, um, that how do I say this? Mentioned your form-fitting attire last My night. My merch. Your merch, yeah, the merch you were wearing. Merch that was, um, give me your Napoleon and shirt, and it just mentioned, um. I would say uh, just how um
3: What did the caller say?
2: God, I wish I had it. It's probably Am I
3: it? mad at them?
2: No, but the caller mentioned that um that my observation last night was particularly uh, accurate and that your um your visage, your female visage was pronounced uh, very much so. What does
3: that
2: mean? So that's it. That's all I'm going to say. My son listens to this podcast, Alice. Don't bring us down to the gutter. But anyway, so I'm not the uh, one th- apparently
3: talking about stuff like that all on the radio of an entire state. I mean, my goodness. A I,
2: I, I caller brought it up, Alice. You sometimes you your appearance. I believe
3: is, you have like a dump button. Sometimes
2: too. I don't have a dump button. I can dump. I can drop the caller, but I don't have a dump button. It's not against FCC rules that somebody mention. Mm-hmm that
3: only because i don't run the fcc if
2: so, well we, i'm sure i'm sure else i'm sure it is you're the one who goes and asserts her endowments often on this excuse me i was
3: just wearing march yeah, i'm right. sorry just, Jeez. my
2: goodness my just
3: good- existing L- on a podcast my lord little old me whatever do you mean son?
2: <laughs> all right so but get help. I'm not. It's not me. It's you and your plans. That's not what I yes, it said. Is. yes, it is. And certain oh. Tim and Canton may want to, uh, may want to uh, do some outreach <laughs> too. All right. So listen. Um. Uh. I've also I've already apologized for being for being salty, right? Homie, you there?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here.
2: Yeah. Well, when I ask a question that ends with a question mark, And I'm pausing for a <laughs> beat to give you a moment.
3: You said, I've already apologized, right? Is that it? That was right, Yes, question? right
2: is question. So I
3: said,
2: hmm. <laughs> I mean, right is a question. What do
3: you want me to say? That you, what, well, so a human being would point? say... What's the upshot a, oh, look, of this A whole, human being whole would say, right.
2: <laughs> that's what right means. Don't worry about it, though. I don't expect you. That's fine, so Wherever planet you're from, that's how they start talking. That's fine. So I want to ask you something. I want, ask you, I want to ask you something. Stop. Three weeks ago, I was talking about biolabs in Ukraine. Right. Two weeks ago. And we
3: both said we don't know anything about right. that. Right.
2: Two weeks ago, and I a bunch a guy sent me a bunch of stuff on it. Two weeks ago, all this stuff on the internet on biolabs is now gone. And there's no, no, it, all you get is results from Snopes and PolitiFact saying, no, there's no biolabs. No, it's Russian propaganda. There's no biolabs. It's Russian propaganda. And so last week I talked to a caller about this, and he's like, nope, there's no biolab. See, you're wrong. It's all it's QAnon stuff. So today, um, Victoria Newland, who is the Undersecretary of State, is questioned by Marco Rubio.
1: Well, um, I only have a minute left. Let me ask you, um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh,
3: Ukraine has...
1: Uh
2: Now, so I don't know if if Rubio purposely changed the subject to a, a Russian attack that are that they're attributing to Ukraine or whatever, and talked about a biological attack, but it seems like we stepped right over the bio labs, which now officially now exist. Am I wrong?
3: Yeah, it does seem like that's something that's happening now. Is it? Is it? They had and have you ever heard such like a carefully worded answer? They have research materials that were very concerned these research materials could fall into russian hands
2: but this is BS. Well, like, like, what type I told of you, research
3: materials what I are we talking told you about the, exactly?
2: two weeks ago or, that i was listening to andrew sullivan who had our guest on who was who worked in, in russia forever who talked about bio labs all over ukraine and then all that stuff was was banned everywhere nope there's no nothing so and then so so what is the reasoning for this? Why were the, why were suddenly we were told everywhere that we were not to have bio labs? What's the what's the, the, the impetus for this?
3: Um, I don't know. It seems weird and it seems like a weirdly strong overcorrection that they went all out with all the Snopes and politic fact type people all fact checking this and saying, nope, no biolabs. There's not a single biolab in Ukraine. Doesn't exist. No such thing. Nothing to do with anything. That's all fake news. Right. And then... And then for them to be like with this, well, there are places with research materials that could fall into Russian hands and the Russians could do a biological weapon attack, which is so odd because it's like... I feel like I did before the Ukraine invasion happened where they were like, yup, Russia's going to invade. Russia's definitely going to invade. We know Russia's going to invade." And then like, lo and behold, Russia invaded. And it's like the same thing with this they're like, "Well, Russia could do a biological warfare attack." Like, really? How do you know? Why would you think that? Like, well, there's some research materials around and uh, you know, it it's just like it's So I don't oddly defensive. It's all I defensive and saying. also
2: first of all, it's like you say, it sounds like Rubio is working, is prepping us for a narrative. At right. the same time, she mentions BioLabs, which now are a thing. Now there's BioLabs. So why weren't there BioLabs? What are these guys hiding? What's going on? I don't then?
3: know. It's very I don't weird. trust anybody. And I don't, I don't trust Ukraine,
2: Russia, or the United States.
3: Right. So I don't trust, especially people like Rubio. And I mean, obviously the current administration, but Rubio is definitely like on the on the spectrum of Republicans. He's like way on the hawkish side. If he were president, we would have been in about like five wars already. <laughs> he just he's just very hawkish about stuff. I mean, like Tom Cotton and some of these other people too. They would just like go right for it. And uh, you know, I I definitely feel like there's about to be a run up to like a. a big reason why we absolutely have to get involved in this Ukraine war. I'm just like so ready for this to be a thing because it seems like it it seems like a bunch of these people are cheerleading for it, frankly.
2: Yeah. And in the same way Russians are moving on Kiev, Kiev, I feel like progressives and some Republicans are are moving towards no fly
3: zones. Right. Right. Right, there was um oh shoot, am I going to be able to find it now? I don't know, but there was some whole thing about how there was some like a secret Briefing that some Republican senators, or I guess some senators in general, got that they are like trying to come up with some super sci fi way to do a no fly zone without needing to send in our planes where they can use, like, I don't know, something stupid like magnet rays or something crazy to, to like ground the Russian planes without needing to do anything. Let me see if I can find that. This is just like this rumored thing. Nobody knows exactly what they're talking about. It's possible they got some kind of like classified briefing on something that's just getting garbled in the translation by congress people that don't know what anything is um,
2: well I don't know what anything they is have
3: some, they have some idea that they're going to do some kind of uh, no fly zone without sending in our troops which seems that I think Russia will totally just like that and take that lying down I think if we ground their planes with their secret supersonic ray or whatever it is that they think that we have <clears throat>
2: I thought about it. It's funny, Alice. I've been now gaming this out in my own mind. Like, like how do you, let's say, let's say the Russians destroy or or damage all the airfields. Or let's say it's just hard to take off the airfields. Mm -hmm. Would you send Ukrainian Air Force then up into Poland where they'd fly their new planes home and while they're flying home they'll engage Russian targets okay
3: oh I don't know
2: okay I see I see it don't, okay
3: I'm trying to look for the I understand pay.
2: you're trying to look okay so I won't ask you things for the next few moments I will just tell you guys that now I'm mad at her again and I rescind my apology from yesterday
3: well, I said I'm gonna try and find this thing and then I mean whatever
2: um <clears throat> But it's so, it's impossible. This thing with these, with these, um, biolabs is, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, we are jiggering back and forth the truth versus fiction left and right here. Somebody has to talk about this. Here's another thing for you. Here's another thing for Mm -hmm. you. Today, when Bryden talked, he, 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 a couple of things jumped out at me. One, he's really into the boat aspect of this whole thing. The U.S.
1: Department of Justice has assembled a dedicated task force to go after Russian the crimes of Russian oligarchs. And we're joining with our European allies to find and seize their yachts, their luxury apartments, their private jets, and all their ill-begotten gains to make sure that they share in the pain of Putin's war. These, by the way, are giant yachts. You have put some of them in your press. I mean, some of them are... I think i read one was over four hundred feet long. I mean, it's uh this is worth hundreds of millions of dollars.
2: Giant yachts we're getting. These are big, really big yachts, just so you know, by Russian oligarchs. It, these, are their, these are part like of their these are part of their, their ill begotten gain. It's funny because like a year and a half ago there was no need to take their no, actually a year and a half ago their gain wasn't ill begotten apparently. They could have yachts and that was fine. Now yeah, not
3: only that, I mean Democrats yeah. filibustered sanctions like just a little while ago.
2: Right. Now all the regain of every private citizen Russian is ill begotten. It's, it's right. It's...
3: Exactly. I mean, the whole thing's ridiculous. So here's the thing. This is from Jackie Heinrich, um, who's the White House correspondent at Fox mm-hmm. News. She said, some members of Congress are beginning to advocate for a non-kinetic no-fly zone. Something to the effect of using electromagnetic pulse, sonar, and cyber to keep Russian jets on the ground so they can never get off.
2: We have those things.
3: Apparently, apparently, some people in Congress think we have such a thing. If we do, it's a bad idea to use it against a country with nukes. <laughs> like, I just don't. Well, I, but also, they're still not like, going to like it just because we're not. Technically there's got to be sure a little them.
2: cuteness to a proxy war, you know? The idea that suddenly the Ukrainian army is going to be uh, in possession of the most sophisticated weapons on the earth that can keep planes grounded <laughs> just by hitting a button. You know, you would think the Russians would say, I, did we know they were working on this? Because uh, uh, it seems like something marathion might come up with. But, I mean, who yeah, knows?
3: Non-kinetic <laughs> no-fly zones. But, yeah, I think they're just trying to make it more palatable. I think they've heard the feedback. I mean, obviously all the dummies are going, close the skies. The least we can do is give them a no-fly zone. Like, repeating the stupid propaganda. But... Right. You know, I think that they've gotten the memo that there's enough people that are like, "Whoa, pump the brakes on that." We don't necessarily need to be in an open war with Russia.
2: There's shopping it around, Alice. I think that it may work, but now, so I think now it's on Putin. So Putin is looking at the the measures that the U.S. has taken including this stopping the oil. You look very seductive again, Alice. This is getting a bit distracting. I'm just
3: sitting here, Michael. No, you're goodness. not. You're trying to seduce I... th-
2: through the camera. Look at the... You guys go back 10 seconds and look at the look she was giving the camera. <laughs> Sorry. So I think that... Um, that that. So, you know, obviously us stopping Russian oil imports is something that will hurt them. It's it's tough. It's a, it's a pain for them. Uh, harassing oligarchs, all that stuff. That's a nuisance, nothing great no doubt putin has thought a lot of this stuff out and and uh and you know, the, the, using the chinese to replace a lot of these losses fine that said i think that putin is saying he doesn't want the us resolve behind protecting ukraine anymore so and so he's going to look and look at us and say all right on the on the board here who can I push around? Who doesn't have, who's not, what citizenry is less resolute than the others? And I think he'll look around and he'll say, not the Ukrainians. The Ukrainians are all in. They're in it to win it. They're totally, um, they're totally dedicated to this, which is the problem, which is why I get in this problem. But right. if, you, if you're Putin, you say, what country is the most fragile Culturally, right now, where he can put a scare into the po- culture, the population, so easy that we'll have uh, the allies kind of split apart and lay off. And obviously, that's America. He's going right. to. Why wouldn't Putin do something to scare the hell out of parents right now? Your, your mic is dead. Did it come out? Did your mic come out?
3: Sorry, I'm trying. No, I'm just trying to get a kid remote. No, I, oh, I
2: could tell from That's the okay. vibration of the thing. But so, so I mean, all Putin has to do is scare American culture. That's it, right? Right. So what would what kind of thing would make Americans f off and stay out of this? Okay. What more?
3: Um, chemical and biological <laughs> weapons.
2: Maybe, but I mean, it would have to be done. But what, like, on who? Mm. No, my claim feeling, it's
3: on them. I don't know. No,
2: I mean, my feeling is this: is that that he's going to, whether directly or through a proxy, he's going to kill Americans and test that way, and to see if Americans have the resolve to stick it out anymore. It, it's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, you look at this country right now, and you know we've got a, a we've got a boy swimmer who's sw- beating all the girls. We've we've shown that we're culturally weak. We've got weird fat people and health magazines and <clears throat> all sorts of other stuff going on I think Putin's gonna make a play a, a play to do something that's going to scare Americans I don't think it's gonna be I don't think it's going to be uh, pretending that uh, the Ukrainians are using barrel bombs full of plutonium on him because I, I think he knows Americans uh, that, that, that there's no the, the agate prop Wars here are making yeah. making it impossible to glean anything, as true. But I think there's in some other way. He'll do it. Why wouldn't he do it?
3: Yeah. I just have a bad feeling we're gonna be sucked into World War Three here just by the gravitational pull that this seems to have. And some people are like seem honestly attracted to it and like they wanna be sucked into World War Three. Or I it, don't.
2: To your to your point what he would need to do to really have World War Three is to bring the Chinese into it. Isn't that the move?
3: Yeah, I guess so.
2: They've got business interests together, certainly.
3: Yeah, I think, Um, I mean, and China's certainly interested in, you know, consolidating some of their tor- territorial claims in certain parts of the world that, you know, most of the world doesn't recognize, like Taiwan and... Tibet and other things so you know there, china has interests in seeing a weakened united states certainly that would that is one of the only things you know keeping them from from doing stuff that they want to do um and and you know they're obviously watching this they like putin saw afghanistan happen last fall they can see that you know nobody's running the show at home and they're Taking advantage, like it. I think that. <clears throat> I think that the the. Thanks, Cyril. I appreciate that. What do I you do? That's good. <clears throat> he turned off the light, the main light. Um. But. I don't even know where I was in this but but yeah of course China's watching and then yeah we'll really have world war 3 but the idea that you could get you know Russia and the United States involved in a nuclear war and China wouldn't somehow be looking to figure out how they could take advantage of the situation I, like of course they are. they're they're going to be involved some way or other because they're going to be trying to figure out how they can come out on top of the whole thing ultimately but Influencer. yeah how much do you love by the way the dancing with the stars guy did you see him that i sent you oh, oh he's one the, of the dancers from dancing with the stars right. he's right. He, uh he, from he, yeah. ukraine uh he's a 42 year old man and he fled the country on a train with all the women and children
2: i like him and
3: and then he went on a bunch of tv shows and talked about how he has survivor's guilt
2: oh that's great
3: (laughs) and uh and he did point out that he was trying not to take anyone's seat and he was like sitting in the part between the train cars until it was too cold and then he had to go take
2: oh my god (laughs) he's too good
3: (laughs) so there's a nice picture of him on a train from kiev to poland sitting in between the carriages he says but he couldn't stay there the entire time because it was too cold he was on then with Anderson Cooper and said he felt bad about leaving when he realized his train was packed with women and children.
2: How good? Well, uh, he's perfect. He's a perfect American. And then American. in a
3: clip that aired on Good Morning America, he was showing off the welcome home papa sign his son made him. It included footage from inside his home in Malibu, which he shares with his wife, Pet, Petta Margaret Lloyd. Critics have slammed the six-foot-two-inch dancer for fleeing the war zone and not staying to fight. Uh, and so now he says he feels really bad for taking up space on the train, and uh, he feels the Ukrainians were ready for the conflict, and uh, and he was he says he was told by all kinds of people that he had to leave the country right away for his own safety. So,
2: well, that's perfect. It, that it's perfect because that goes right in with the David Wiseman thing you sent. The guy he has got three hundred fifty thousand followers on Twitter, blue check mark for being a mm-hmm. influencer. He said, just remember, the party of limited government and free speech banned the word gay in the state of Florida. Well, perfect. <laughs> perfect. That guy with a tiny brain, the stupid, he's a stupid. Every time he exhales, stupids fly out of his mouth. That's the kind of thing he writes. You know, and then he brought receipts too, if he followed up with a picture of the Florida legislature, you know, with the Chiron that says, Can't say gay or whatever it is, which is obviously stupid. But this is the kind of thing that Putin's looking at this. Both this Ukrainian-American now puss and, you know, wh- how culturally st- crippled we are. It's crazy. I'm going to see if I can find this, this Chermivskovsky Chir- guy. <clears throat> if you can yeah, find can some of that audio.
3: Again. Hang on. Um, yeah, so he was on Anderson Cooper, for sure, and on Good Morning America to talk about how harrowing it was, his escape from uh, from Ukraine and how bad he feels for all the people there. There's a picture of him cowering on the train car. Is it really? <laughs> yes. he. I mean, I don't know who took a picture of him on the train unless it was to point out that, you know, he was the only adult six-foot-whatever man leaving the country right now. But, uh, yeah. Unless he had somebody take a picture to post on Instagram or something. But but yeah, that's where we are. That's where we are. He's drawn some comparisons to uh, Billy Zane's character in Titanic.
2: I, my favorite character in that yeah. movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and exactly what Tom Shattuck would be doing, too, obviously.
2: Of course. Well, how am I supposed to be sa- get safety <laughs> else? America needs me dancing. Did you understand that?
3: <clears throat> <laughs> of course. Hold oh, uh, no, on, I'm going to try to forget this. In other news, no, uh, other the news, New York Times. No other what? news. No other news? Okay, we have to wait for you to find the audio.
2: Yeah, I gotta. you have to wait for me to find the audio. How come there's no video? Okay. Okay, here it goes. Okay, here we go. Here's the guy about to be interviewed. I'm sure shortly after the pre-roll, I'm sure. Man, this computer is slow. I got to tell you. Come on. Come on. F it. I can't stand on da- Daily Mail. It's too busy. What's the guy's name?
3: Matthew. I can't spell it. Here. I'm going to send you that. Can, can you find his name? In- I'll find you the CNN video. Hang on. I have it right here. Okay. Um, it's him on Anderson Cooper. So... Yeah, but this is, like, where we are is, you know, this is this is how America would behave when involved in the conflict as a whole, I feel, is this gentleman exactly.
2: All right, hang on, hang on. Six foot two, you said
3: this guy is? Yes, six foot two.
2: Damn, that Daily Mail page kicked it. The oh, their
3: website is useless. The Daily Mail is, like, so loaded Kicks
2: up. Crap out of my thing. So this is him. This is the Russian guy uh, who was on the Stars. Ukrainian American, guy, yeah. And he slinked out of Ukraine on a train full of women and children. Yes. Yes, and it should be just a moment now, or else. And then we'll he talk- did
3: a media tour about <clears throat> his experiences escaping the country <laughs> because he couldn't just like if you're going to do that, at least shut up about it. Don't go around bragging on all the television networks about how you left the country.
2: I think it's great. Okay, he's about to start. Sorry for wasting your time. There's a Showtime trailer. First has to go first, and then <laughs> and it'll happen. I hate Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Alice. God, I hate him. I
3: like him. No, I you like don't him.
2: know him. You don't know him because you didn't grow up with The Third Rock from the Sun polluting I didn't your watch that. Mind. That's
3: true, but I like him in stuff. There he
1: team joins me now. Um, thanks so much for, for, for being with us. You're an American citizen, so you had an American passport. People with American citizenship are, are allowed to leave what what was that feeling like of, of that decision uh, to, to leave? What was it like?
4: Uh, well, thanks for having me, Anderson, but it wasn't really a decision to leave. It was more like, uh, you know, I just got told that I have to go. You know, I, I have to say about Ukrainian people in general, they were waiting for this conflict. They they, they were preparing, they were ready. It's uh, eight years in the making. And uh, th- that was the whole general feeling since you know, since I I started sort of my involvement with Ukraine over in uh, was it September of last year, I kept you know consulting on a couple of TV shows and some projects, uh, dance-related projects, and um, you know the entire time the feeling was that something is looming, and uh, the the all the time I was being told that if something happens, we'll will will take you out, we'll get you know you'll be the first to move out of the country, and um, when. De- Everything happened, it happened suddenly, and it happened like, you know, that morning I was literally driving to to, to film and uh, at 5 a.m. somebody was bombarding my phone saying, you have to go now, right? So then I got stuck for the next five days. Uh, but eventually, the morning of the day that I left, you know, I started getting calls from people that I had met in the last couple of days that were all military personnel. Uh, unrelated sources and people started bombarding me saying you have to go. Things are about to get crazy. Um, you're an American citizen. You have to leave the country. And um, and this is that when being said,
3: I think there's you know American I still sort of fought that that feeling,
4: the, the internal country. feeling. So, <laughs> I have a <laughs> lot of friends. I was already seems
3: like being a dancing know, with the stars doing guy. Doing a lot has of
4: things benefits. locally, I was organizing some initiatives. But um, you know, just on my phone again, very very sort of low key. But uh, um, you know, I felt really bad going, and 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 the feeling sunk in even worse because when i got to the train station i realized that it's all women and children and <clears throat> that i'm literally I'm, I'm i'm too big and i'm taking up space so i had put myself in between trains i literally moved out of the uh, area where, where where people would would have all been um, and and what what you know that's the footage that was shown and that was in internally i, I sort of justified my space cuz i was outside the, the, it was an un, it was a it wasn't a livable situation because it was too freezing. So, yeah. you know, I would pace around in that space, come in, throw out, and then go back outside. So, you know, I helped a lot with, you know, their needs and bags and all that stuff. So, just to kind of like, <laughs> how
3: good he helped them know, all with understand their
4: Understand that I'm not just taking up, like I said, taking up space. Oh, he's great. And uh, you know, oh. I spent a couple of last days with that uh, survivor's remorse. I believe that that's what it's called. And um currently working on an opportunity to go back. And so probably sometime next week, I'm going to go back to Poland and uh, joining efforts on the ground and sort of like want to justify my What's it? safe, safe out that way.
2: Yeah. We'll see. And it's too bad he's not really being interviewed by somebody who's doing a real interview because that could have been fascinating. <laughs> oh, man. What a mess. What a mess. Alice, your buddy, um, Leah Thomas, lashing out.
3: <laughs> your buddy, Matt Schlepp, is all into her. I know. Him.
2: What is he thinking? What is he thinking? Leah Thomas says he has every right to swim with a girl because he's a girl. And that's just it. And that's just it. The, the, the only problem is that he's not a girl. Um, So that's the problem here, which makes this very difficult for people. But people are going to still you know keep with it because it's, uh, it's our... It's our favorite pastime to make pretend these days, and that's what he's doing. He's making pretend that it's uh, that he's just like every other girl. It's it's so interesting to see just how far we've come uh, from the life of Brian video now being reality, literally reality, except we're all pretending. Now we're before we weren't pretending.
3: Well, right, and like the life of Brian video, uh, the you know the people who had objections and. <laughs> Said that certain things weren't physically possible for this gentleman who wanted to be a lady in the in the life of Brian video. They didn't all get like you know <clears throat> shouted down and and run out of town on a rail for simply pointing out biological reality. I
0: do feel, Reg, that any anti-imperialist group like ours must reflect such a divergence of interests within its power base. Agreed, Francis. Yeah, I think Judith's point of view is very valid, Reg. Provided the movement never forgets that it is the unalienable right of every man, or woman, or woman, to rid himself, or herself, or herself, agreed, thank you, brother, or sister, or sister. Where was I? I think you finished. Oh, right. Furthermore, it is the birthright of every man, or woman. Why don't you shut up about women, Stan? You're putting us off. Women have a perfect right to play a part in our movement, Reg. Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What? I want to be a woman.
3: From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. What? (laughs) It's my right as a man.
0: Well, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. You want to have babies? It's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. But you can't have babies! Don't you oppress me. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus gonna just take? You're gonna keep it in a box? Here, I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Romans, but that he can have the right to have babies. Good idea, Judith. We shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother. Sister, sorry? What's the point? What? What's the point of finding for his right to have babies when he can't have babies? It is symbolic of our struggle against oppression. Symbolic of his struggle against reality. Here, here. I,
2: do- <clears throat> I mean, how right on is that?
3: Well, of course. Although, I mean, it's... I don't know... It's funny, you know, when I was in high school, a lot of people liked Life of Brian. Now, I don't know if you can even, like, play that because it's, like, punching down and mean and all that stuff. Like, I can't can't imagine that that's acceptable nowadays at all. I mean, the the only thing that passes for comedy now on the left is telling poor people that if they're worried about gas prices, they should just buy a Tesla. So
0: that's where we are.
3: Why? How lame
2: is that? Colbert just sucks.
0: I'll tell you what, I will never complain about a destination wedding again.
2: <laughs> this
0: Russia war. has been hit with this. It's going to cost. Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Okay, that stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. I'm willing to pay...
1: Important. Right. It's important. I am willing to pay four dollars a gallon. Hell, I'll pay fifteen
0: dollars a gallon because I drive a Tesla.
1: <laughs> right now, people all over the world are trying to find uh, inventive ways to help ordinary.
2: Good one, Stephen. Well, well, you know what? <clears throat> the The idea that he's uh, an elitist and a prick and removed from normal people—that's one thing. But I think the real value in that clip is that he says. Um, a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. h- how he literally feels. Uh, if we do this, guys, pay a little bit more for gas. Oh heck, look at the gas rates. We have a clean conscience. All it takes is a well, little yeah, bit. Yeah, and of, all the like a little memes of p- going around that are motion, like- a little bit of pain. That's it. That's our tithing. There you go. Now my conscience is cleaned. That's it. So so it's it's clean enough that I can spend all night being a total prick to half of the country and calling them dumb animals.
3: Yeah, and there's been a ton of these, like, memes going around that are, like, on Facebook especially, where it's, like, where a bunch of, you know... hippie aging hippies are like going like well if i have to pay a little bit more for gas you know that's hard but at least i'm not cowering for my life in a subway in ukraine you know like i just think we should all keep a little perspective and i saw one guy on twitter was saying that he used no fossil fuels yesterday because he walked to the store instead of drugs oh
2: god oh my god there's no way
3: yeah, <laughs> I forget how all the stuff arrived at the store in his neighborhood. <laughs> Heaven forbid! I assume it was dropped in by parachute from uh, from a hot air balloon or something. But I. These people are insane. They think we can, that they can like, I don't know. They've just been so brainwashed by the climate change stuff. They think, and and the COVID stuff, frankly, like because it's all like a sort of weird purity culture, right? That like, they're brainwashed into thinking that they can take these like little symbolic gestures and that somehow like, Win some big victory over something, well, right? no, he, like, like he said, all it, you it, have to m- do is wear this little piece of cloth, right. and we can beat COVID. No, but all you it, have to do it, is no, pay a little bit more Alice, for gas, it's, it's or just buy a Tesla, or just walk to the store, and we can beat
2: Putin together. Yes, yeah, so he's talking about absolution. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You get a clean conscience, clean. You're clean, clean of sin. All it's all. It's all you have to do. And just like the way Colbert, when he was in his basement, or whatever, was there, and he said. You may have noticed I've only worn black when I've been down here because of all the death that Donald Trump did. It's like no, we didn't notice, but now you've no- now you've told us we get it. So you know, a clean conscience is worth wearing just black. I do it for you. A clean conscience is worth the mask. I do it for you. God, it's so pukey. What a bunch of pussies. God, friggin' Putin must be
3: like, what? Why didn't I just? But it's not even just like people like Colbert either. Buttigieg said essentially the same thing the other day. He was at, I think this was the same event where Kamala was talking the other day. Clean transportation can
2: bring significant cost savings for the American people as well. Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network so the people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an EV. Wow. What a good guy.
3: Yeah, see? They're going to fix this with electric cars. Meanwhile, the guy, the one guy in America who actually makes electric cars is saying we need to increase our fossil fuel production. So they're just live, all living in la-la land and coming up with more symbolic gestures you can do.
2: And I by mean, the way, Alice,
3: <coughs> I mean, when is Facebook going to come out with a frame I can put on my profile picture that says I walked to the store today to help beat Putin? Because... Oh,
2: that's the kind of thing. You've got to put that on Instagram, <laughs> I think. But also, so so in other words, and uh, also politically, if the gas is high, by the way, I mean, you know who to blame? The U.S.
1: Department. Sorry. Putin's war is already hurting American families at the gas pump. Since Putin began his military buildup on Ukrainian borders, just since then, the price of the gas at the pump in America went up 75 cents. And with this action, it's going to go up further. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home.
2: Putin's price hike, Alice. That's what's been happening. Putin
3: did it. Putin's the price, price of gas hike. definitely wasn't on the way up before all this happened. That definitely wasn't something. But that
2: they're was already parroting this. Put the Putin price hike, mm-hmm. Putin price hike. Pretty soon you're going to yeah. have people um you're going to have people making little Putin stickers that say I did that to the price of gasoline and little leftists progressives because they want to believe that will be putting that on there saying, "Look, see? He did that." But, you know yeah. what? Oh, my God.
3: I mean, it's good for Russia if the price of oil goes up, isn't it? Because <laughs> then they sell it for more money.
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't know how this shit works. And I'm so isn't that why like it.
3: OPEC and stuff will cut production so that prices will go up so they can sell for more money. Like,
2: I guess so. I don't want to talk about that, that the, the gas speculation it makes me want to nuke the earth with a wave motion gun. <laughs> i started, to, ooh, sounds like a what? prop plane crashing near me. Uh, without, <clears throat> that is that. All right, you heading up here or what, kid? <clears throat> and any else, you got anything you else to talk help? about because I need you to head up.
3: Um, I'm going to try and head up there, I guess, Um, to visit you in Vermont.
2: All right, now um, I've got my button pushed. So...
3: Oh, oh, I did have one more thing on the please. gas prices issue. Please, darling, please go ahead. You did see that uh, it, our very own in Massachusetts, our very own Bill Galvin um, is saying uh, it's not actually Putin, that it's the um, pricing practices of our suppliers and distributors price yeah. gouging and that he's going to look into that and make sure that they're not ripping us off for gas. Couldn't.
2: So. Good. My goodness. Uh, 2018... It's always an American business's <clears throat> fault. 2018, 2019, 2021, 20, 2022. And I believe this is an election year
3: uncanny uncanny (laughs) funny how that happened my
2: goodness who knew speaking
3: of which tom speaking of which you by the way i just discovered were uh elected to be a delegate at the massachusetts state gop convention
2: oh that is wonderful does that mean (laughs) will i be an office holder very quickly what does that mean exactly
3: it means that you got to be in a convention Place uh, with a bunch of other Massachusetts Republicans, while candidates give speeches, and then you vote on like who gets. People have to get fifteen percent of the vote at the convention to be on the GOP ballot in Massachusetts. So I'm going. That's I was also fantastic. elected.
2: I mean, Boston hotels must be expensive, though, Alice. I am a little worried about spending a lot of money. Springfield,
3: <laughs> Springfield, Mass, honey.
2: Oh, oh, good. So right in the population center of the state, Springfield, Massachusetts. That's good. That's well,
3: isn't it? That's kind convenient. of like that's convenient is kind of dis- close to your neck of the woods in I, Connecticut?
2: If I, if I moved to Albany, that would be com- convenient. Um, well, well, I'm going you know to get one is? of those big signs. I want one of those uh, barbershop quartet uh, styrofoam hat things. And I want to say, um, from the great state of whatever, uh, and who am I voting for? Who's running? Deal me uh, I,
3: Jeff Deal is, Diehl, is my there. Guy uh there's gonna be this guy chris dowdy this Mm -hmm. is how i found out you and i were elected delegates because i did not request to be elected a delegate though i'm excited to go i will be going to springfield how many Um,
2: things must be going well in the state political gop if you and i are delegates and we unsolicited um we've just gotten a field promotion and I don't even know was, what it does. We
3: had a certain we had a certain number of spots available from our town committee, <laughs> so there are a few other um, people going from town who are all right. Who does, are Republicans. but, does um, the but they did con- they did have extra spots, so they put our names in. Um,
2: and we barely, knowing- and we managed to edge out uh, all the other interested parties. <laughs> so what is uh, what is the um, first of all? What is the gift bag like?
3: Um, I think last time I definitely had a mass GOP notebook. Remember, I had that like notepad Ooh. that had the little mass GOP elephant on it around the house I for like a while. I like that. I like you that. You definitely. I forgot what else I got. I definitely had like a cool credential. There was, Ooh. let's see. Usually, uh, I don't know if he's still like around the political scene, but who was that big like Republican sheriff who was around?
2: Uh, Hodgson. Maybe
3: like. Mm, I want to say it was more like a Greek name or something. Paleologus
2: or not Paleologus? Um, yeah, come on. Um, I know who you mean. Yeah.
3: Okay. He usually has like uh, a breakfast at Oh, it. really? Okay. And uh, I don't know. There was like a there was like a bunch name. of stuff.
2: We're gonna need to phone uh, and up. And people
3: give. People give speeches. Yeah, you bone up. Yeah, there's this guy running for governor, Chris Doughty. So this is how I found out I was elected to be a delegate to the convention is I started getting mail from candidates being like we got these postcards that were like, Allison and Tom, I'm Chris Doughty. Congratulations on being a delegate. I hope I can earn your vote at the convention. Pangy.
2: Pangy Attackus.
3: No, uh, I think that's no, I don't know. That's a former. Leg-
2: uh, uh, that's a former. uh
3: I don't know. Essex but County um Sheriff's yeah. Department. So and I was like kept thinking it was a mistake and then I asked the town committee and they were like, "Oh no, we put your name in. Why do you want to go?" And I was like, "Oh, sure. Yeah. I just, you know, I would have wow. wanted to take someone's spot, but, you know, I'm excited I want free now. stuff, I free have food friends and drinks. I don't
2: intend to do any work there. And I intend to take uh, bribes.
3: You'll take bribes? That's Correct. good to know. There will be people that would like to know that. I am I'm sure,
2: available. Um, my vote, if that's what I get, is for sale officially. Uh, you'll hit me up, and I am. We will talk. Yeah, twice. There, there are
3: probably some candidates around looking to buy your vote. To be perfectly honest with you, Excellent. so we've been getting some mail, and um, yeah, you can entertain people's offers. I guess.
2: So. Excellent. Good. I'm glad. I'm an official <laughs> delegate, much like Ben Franklin was a delegate to the the thing in Philadelphia, right?
3: Yeah. Much so, like. Um, yeah, I think you're not actually allowed to take bribes. I'm pretty sure.
2: Incorrect. Incor- <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read the bylaws, and I think anything goes. I believe according to what so, I saw. Can but I f- anyway,
3: oh. so, I, but there's great candidates. I'm still thinking. Yeah, like, there, there's great. There candidates. must be. There must be Are you actually promoting this event? No, I'm just excited Alice. to be going.
2: Because <clears throat> you're in I, oh, Anthony, Alice?
3: Amore, Anthony Amore! Anthony is running. Oh, I love Anthony Friend Amore. of the show. I think he's running against Bill. He's Galvin, running isn't? for auditor. Right. No, a- Auditor. Or, or, no, Steve Bump's retiring. Oh,
2: oh, Bump. oh, really? Oh, she didn't do a bad job in the end.
3: Yeah, she was actually good yeah. for somebody that I didn't think was going to be good. I love she Anthony Amore.
2: Good. I love Jeff Deal. Um, yeah,
3: he'll be there. He'll need uh, 15% of the convention like everybody else, so uh, you should go and support him. Well,
2: of course I'm going to support him. He's a lock pending other offers.
3: <laughs> what about Deal? Are you going to support Deal? Of course. I love You're going to be Dealed in? Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. I like Jeff Deal a lot, I do.
2: Okay, we're out of time, Alice, today. I love you. (laughs) Thank you so much.
3: No way to get time to play the closing music like talking about the Republican convention. My goodness. (laughs)
2: Find us at ww.burnbarrel podcast.com. Email us at podcast at gmail.com. We're on are on Facebook at Burn Barrel Podcast. We're on Twitter at, at Burn Barrel Pod. Rumble as well. Um Alice's OnlyFans is Alice See y'all later.
0: Say